Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Luke 24, verse 6 says, He is not here, but has risen. Today, on this Easter morning, we celebrate the wonderful truth that he is now here. Changing not to now changes everything as we celebrate Easter as God's people today. But back then, on that first Easter, when the women met the angels, they needed to hear that Jesus was not in the tomb. They needed to be reminded of Jesus' words that he would rise from the dead on the third day. They came to the tomb expecting to care for a dead body. The spices they brought were for embalming the man who had died on the cross. When they arrived, they're confused. The stone is rolled off to the side. The, the tomb contains no body, just emptiness. Where is Jesus? His body had disappeared. They're at a loss as to what had happened. Then the angels appear. These heavenly beings frighten the women. You know, sometimes we think of angels as being these little cute, cuddly, baby-like cherubs. But most often in the Bible, they're powerful beings that simply send someone to fall to the ground in fear and awe. And the women do just that. They bow to the ground in front of the angels. But the angels aren't there to frighten the women. They have come to assure them, to remind them, to restore faith in them. And they do this not with power and fear, but with a simple message. Jesus is not in the tomb. He has risen. He has kept his promise. He died at the hands of sinful men, and now on the third day he has risen from the dead just as he said he would. He's not there in that tomb. <coughs> the women needed to hear that good news. And watch what happens next. They remember. They remember. They believe. Even though Jesus isn't standing there in front of them, even though they see all they've seen with their eyes is an empty grave and some angels, they believe. And with an active living faith, they dash away to tell the disciples the wonderful news of that first Easter morning. Confusion and fear change to belief and hope. Soon, they will see Jesus. They'll know exactly where he is. Not in the tomb, but with them. That moment, though, Jesus is not there. Now, I wonder if we, too, struggle with the same emotions that those women did back then. We're confused. We're frightened. Not by a stone rolled away or by encountering angels, but by simply what life throws at us. All those things that cause us to ask, where is Jesus? He doesn't seem to be here. And what is here is frightening. But we need to hear when we're faced with all of the hardships, difficulties, disappointments, and challenges of life, is that Christ is risen and he is here. Yes, he is now here. Where exactly? Well, for one, we look at the baptismal font. We remember our baptism and the promises that Christ made to us there. 
Jesus is right there. He is risen from the dead, and he now is alive and lives in all of us who are baptized into him. We have that wonderful promise from Romans chapter 6 that in baptism we are connected to Christ in his death and in his resurrection. So that just as Christ has risen and lives forever, the same is true for us who are baptized into Christ. Where is Jesus? We look at the altar. We look at the altar and we see this holy meal, his very body and blood. And in that holy meal, Jesus is present here now for us. Christ is risen from the dead. He is alive and he lives in you. And in the Lord's Supper, he renews your faith and hope once again. He's not in the tomb. He is now here. In our midst, in our church, in our life. And because of that, confusion and fear give way to the confident faith and hope. Where is Jesus? Open the Bible. Look at his word. Christ is present in his word for you. Present for you with his promises and his truth. And so you look to uh, passages like Romans 8.28 where it says that God works all things for good. You look at Galatians 2.20 which says, uh, I've been crucified with Christ and it's no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me. We hear uh, Paul from 1 Corinthians say the one great last enemy to be destroyed is death. Promise upon promise, grace upon grace for you is found in God's word. And when you read passages from God's word like these, Jesus is moving and working in you, building up your faith, renewing your hope by the power of his Holy Spirit. Now remember what the women did after the angels reminded them of Jesus' words. After their faith came to life and hope returned. We're told, and returning from the tomb, they told all these, all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. They went and they ran and told the disciples. They didn't stay there at the tomb. They went back to their lives. They went back to their lives with the risen Christ present with them. And the wonderful truth that we have this morning is that so we, we leave this worship service, a service where Jesus has been present because he promised to be where two or more gathered together, there he would be. And we go back to our lives. We go back to our lives that are filled with injustice and anger. We go back to struggle and strife, to sickness and aging muscles. But we don't go back alone. We go back with Jesus. We go back with a powerful message that he is risen and he is now here. Oftentimes we're tempted to think that where Christ is, there is no misery. But we realize that wherever misery is, Christ will be there. Will life in Christ be easy? Absolutely not. But where there's misery, there Christ is. There Christ is for you. So we go out from this Easter service with that confident faith and that hope, a living hope. We go out with that simple message that he is risen and he is now here for us. And each and every one of us will come to that time when that last great enemy death will confront us with all of its ugly 
frightening and confusing reality. We'll stand before a grave, and the test of faith will rise up from the depths of our souls. And what is our hope then? Our hope is the same. It's in Christ. For Jesus is there. Jesus is keeping the souls of our loved ones who have died in the faith safe in his presence until he comes back again. He's also here with us as we grieve, speaking to our faith, giving us hope. And when our minds turn to thinking about our own future grave, Jesus is in the same places, promising to hold our souls safe, guaranteeing a last day resurrection, speaking faith and hope to those who will stand at our graves grieving, because he is risen. He is risen and he is now here. So on this Easter morning, listen to the words of the angels. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. The women staring at an empty tomb needed to hear the words, He is not here. He is risen. But we, for a living faith and a confident hope, need to hear these words differently. We need to hear this message once again. He has risen. He is now here. Amen. Thank <clears throat> you.